everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Inspire and Intel. I am your host, Leah Frazier, CEO of Think3 Media, a creative marketing and communications agency based out of Dallas, Texas. And I'm so happy that you guys are joining us once again. I'm so excited for this podcast episode. I invited two really just stellar dudes <laughs> to this podcast and they are the owners or the co-owners of Smokey John's Barbecue, Brent and Juan Reeves. And when I tell you they are just killing it right now as far as how they are reaching their customers and all of the new services that they're providing during um, COVID-19. It's just such an inspiring thing to watch and it's motivating and I just wanted to touch base with them and just kind of pick their brains just a little bit on how they're managing to stay above water and thrive during a time where all the reports are saying you know the restaurant industry is suffering and the hospitality industry is going down and and so I wanted to bring a little bit of hope and inspiration to many of you this can apply to any industry that you're in if you're tuning in so take their advice and apply it to your business your service whatever you're providing and be encouraged go ahead and follow these guys on social media Smoky John's Barbecue. So whether you're doing it on Facebook or Instagram, they they do a really stellar job at social media. I'm quite entertained myself. And stay tuned. We're going to hear a word from our sponsor and then we're going to get into it. They are going to tell you guys how to create opportunities in the midst of a crisis. And I want you guys to stay encouraged and just know that we're all going to get through this. All right, listen in. Well, hey to my two favorite brothers. What's <laughs> up? Hey. Uh, this is the fifth q and I've done this week. But like, oh, wow. yeah, but like 13th overall since um, we've been in this social dis- distance thing, shelter in place, whatever, for small businesses. So you're killing it. <laughs> I'm so tired because I'm having to edit my own videos. And you see, Ooh, I'm in like a little vacation background. I love the background. <laughs> We gotta. We have to up our game now. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Sean actually from K one hundred four taught me how to do this, so I have oh, to give him credit. He's actually kind of smart, so don't you know? Comedic jokes fool you, but no. But I'm so excited to have you guys on. You know, I just I'm one of those people where I watch people from afar. I can't always like and comment and share because too many of y'all are doing too much, including myself. Right. But like, I feel like out of everybody that's doing it, you guys are just killing it. And I could be wrong. The numbers could show something completely different. But from social media to the way you guys are constantly coming up with new things in the midst of everybody, just putting out negativity and negative things about our food industry, the hospitality industry, I just feel like you guys are such a positive force. And so what I wanted to do was bring you guys on so that I can upload this content to show everybody like this is what happens when you're creative and when you engage with your <laughs> And I, I think you guys are creative. Now look, one of you guys may be the real mastermind or maybe there's somebody else, but oh. <laughs> <laughs> but for those that may be on that don't know you guys, can you just introduce yourselves and then we'll just get into it. Ooh. 
I'm Brett Reeves. I'm Juan Reeves. And we are the co-owners of Smokey John's Barbecue. Second generation owners. Our dad was Smokey John and now we're trying to keep the dream alive. Absolutely. We've been in business now. I will be 44 years in August. Yep. Oh, yay. Yes. That's yeah. Yeah. That's that amazing. so awesome. Yeah. Well, I think one of the cool thing is, like, I just got on you guys' team. Like, I'm on the team. Let's just Hey, why not? <laughs> Believe that. No. <laughs> and everything else about me says I'm on the Smokey John's team. And I'm <laughs> nice. Great. Um, but when I was introduced to you guys, I was made aware that there was a tragic time that you guys endured a fire to the restaurant. And then oh, there yeah. was this gap of time between there, you know, before you guys were able to reopen again. So can you just tell us a little bit about what happened so that we can kind of put some things into perspective? Yeah, so we had a really tragic fire well, actually, you know? But, but what, what made the, tra the fire so tragic was we really took over the business like full-fledged 100% in like 2013 yeah. and started building it up. And each year we were growing with like 25, 30%. Yeah, so we, from 2012, we tripled the gross sales of the company from where our dad had. So, so 20, by 2017. Mm -hmm. We're in 2017 having a record year and then we had the fire two weeks before the state fair and we have boots at the State Fair of Texas. Yeah. So it was uh, it was devastating. Yeah, yeah. So we do all of our um, prep, um, all of our planning, right. everything comes out of the restaurant. So, so two weeks before the State Fair, our production kitchen, uh, source of income, everything stopped. Stopped. Now the one good thing was we were ahead of the game on cooking some of our some of our items. We had prepped a lot of tamales. We had a lot of things done. We, had, we actually had a lot of brisket, a lot of barbecue yeah. sauce, a lot of things cooked up um, to, to, to be ready for the fair. But uh, we had to scramble and find a kitchen, ended up finding two kitchens so we could keep it going. And we got through the fair and then we kept catering going while we tried to figure out how to get our business back because we, the, the fire it was a complete total remodel. It was so just got to add in the midst of this devastating fire, we had about $75,000 in catering that was booked. Yeah. Uh, one of those events was Guy Fieri that we had. Yeah, it was actually Carnival <laughs> Cruise Lines. <laughs> Guy Fieri is a spokesperson for Carnival Cruise Lines and we had agreed to, we started off agreeing to cater a meal for them and it turned into that we were the, we did the whole uh, production setup. Like we, yeah. we did the, uh, the kitchen for their event that they did. We did a state, not, we didn't just cater for the media. We actually created a whole setting backdrop. So we had to do all that while we were doing the fair. With no restaurant. With no restaurant. <laughs> yeah. And then the following week after we shot, after we did the, after we did the uh, Guy Fieri meal, the following week we shot a TV show. A for, TV for, show, for, yeah. For, Food uh, Network. Food Channel. Yeah. So how are you, I mean, how, what, what kept you guys grounded? Obviously family, you have each other. Um, I know you guys are heavy in faith, but I mean, that's a lot. Okay. That's a lot to deal with back to back to back. The average person would say, you know what? I give up. And <laughs> oh, by the way, you guys have employees yep. go home every night with the weight of, I've got to keep people employed because now they have families. 
So I mean, what, what, how did you guys? Uh, <laughs> some Everything you're saying say, is true. <laughs> uh, some people might think it's an absence of recognizing reality. <laughs> that yeah. We were just like knuckleheads. Yeah. But we really just, I think, it was devastating. It was challenging, and we talked a little bit about this um, on our on our Facebook page the other yeah. night. Um, but it, it's a matter of we realized we grew up with a very, you know, we were very educated in our faith, so mm -hmm. to speak. And I think a lot of people know what, you know, you, you grow up in certain families and you might learn the word and learn Bible and all that. But then there's a point in your life where you get to test what you believe. You yes. actually have to use it. Oh my yes. God. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, it's not a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> no. And I think that's where, uh, we had to put in that we had to put to the test what we said we were about and what we believe and it was hard but yeah. you know the fortunate thing is we have each other yeah um, a lot of business owners you may have you have a spouse or another person but we i mean we have brother we're brothers yeah. who are partners and you know I, I think when when i was down he would pick me up and hopefully vice versa and then we just prayed about it and and yeah and once we kind of <laughs> once the smoke cleared so to speak right true um, we just kind of we had to look around and go okay what can we do how can we make this work what are our options and you know we got yeah. a couple kitchens we kept our key clients our key catering clients some of the bigger ones because we still we were able to do a, an event for southwest airlines it's about a twenty-five thousand dollar event that we did for them um we did our stuff during the fair and we just kept plugging along. Yeah. And we had people praying for us and Absolutely. lots of people reached out to help us. And uh, we didn't always know how to use their help. We made some mistakes. Yeah, we made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> but we, you know, I think the other thing is um, we're weird, you know, so. And, no, I think we, and I know it's you running social media. I can Well, you, you know, it's all of us because <laughs> no. we're all weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's because, you know, Leah, I think the, the, the thing is, our dad um, was a character. He's a he's a character, but he's he's also a crisis guy. Mm -hmm. He's truly like he <laughs> thrives on crisis. His gifting was solutions in crisis. Oh my god! He and so we kind of just we honestly got that from him. We we got that from yeah. him, but we also got that what the blessing that we got from him was the lesson of. When, when you're in a crisis, you have a choice. You can panic and sink, or you can and hustle and figure something out. And he's a hustler. He was a hustler. <laughs> Straight up. The problem with him was he liked to operate in crisis when there right. wasn't one. When there wasn't one. <laughs> we, we learned that we didn't like that. No. Yeah. So we try, to, you know, we try to balance the two. We, we try not to create crisis, but when we've had to deal with them, um, you know, we, 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 we relied on that muscle, yep. on that gene, that, that trait from our dad to – figure it out and get our hustle on. So now you guys, so you get out of one thing, right? You get everything back rolling again, you reopen, it's great, business is good, and now we have COVID-19. And you get, you know, you know <laughs> like what is going through your minds? Like, okay, can I have a break? <laughs> right, well, we so, had such a good 2019. So this is the bad thing, right? That, not bad thing, but this is funny. So 2017 was really, we were truly in the midst of a record-breaking year. Record-breaking year. Like, we were going to smash it. So 2019 was a record-breaking year. Like It's like we nuts. picked up and we were fast-forward from what we had going in 2017. Everything that, like, during the fire, so just to set you up, during the fire, what our thought was, okay, 
if we stay connected to um, our people, our core, our fans, our anybody base, who, our yeah. base people who love Smokey Johns, if we stay connected to them and stay in front, hopefully it would carry as we open up in 2019. Okay, great. That worked. That worked. So guess what? Since we've been through the fire, when this whole COVID-19 thing hit, we talked to each other. We were like, okay, so going back to let's survival go back mode. to survival mode. And the truth is, I don't know if you remember this. I told this to uh, Daniel Vaughn the other day. So we, we did an event years ago with our dad. We were doing yes. some kind of carnival When I was event. reading the article, I remember that. You remember that? We were doing this event, event a long time ago. And like nobody was buying any food for us for this carnival, nothing. And so our dad was like, you just going to sit here and just like wait for somebody to buy food? Yeah, Are you that's gonna what we're here for. Take some food out to the crowd and like let them try it. And I was like, man, Pop, that's, that's crazy. He's like, just do what I said. So we were like passing out these pieces of rib in the crowd. All of a sudden, these people started coming to our booth yep. like and everybody else was dead and then we have now have a line and we're selling ribs like crazy so we looked at each other like this time it was like yes we well, better go back to the crowd again <laughs> go back to the grassroots get our hustle on yeah that's that's the key right you said it right there grassroots it really doesn't take a lot i mean you think that would be common sense to okay have them try the food that plus that equals this versus you know maybe making it more difficult than what it really has to be. Yeah. Well, I think the key that, that we learned is you can always look at situations. You can take two perspectives. You can decide that it's insurmountable or you can decide that you're going to try something. And if it doesn't work, it just doesn't work. And I think we're not afraid to fail. Mm -hmm. um, we've, we've had our challenges. We made some decisions that weren't great. Really not good. Really <laughs> we, not good. We both had days where we're like, say, bro. Y'all say that one more time. I'm going to be like, well, let's talk about it. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> Put it out on the table. This is what Let's go. <laughs> yeah, we, we've had some bad ones. Like, we've lost some money and made oh, some yeah. decisions that cost us money. A lot and, of money. Yeah. So we, <laughs> we've been down that road. And, but once you, and I think you hear this from anybody who's had any success. Anyone who's had success has failed before they had their success oh, yeah. or in the process of getting to that process. And I think once you accept that, then it's not about, oh, I failed, I got to quit. It's like, okay, that didn't work. That's a relief. We'll scratch that. Let's go on to the, find the next thing that's going to work. And that's kind of, I mean, with this COVID situation, we just kind of went back to, okay, let's regroup. First of all, you know, we, no one knows what's going to happen. Right. We were happy to find out that we were going to be essential businesses. Oh, yeah. We didn't know. We didn't know what was going to happen. Yeah. You know, and then uh, once we realized that that was an opportunity, then we've just, we've just kind of figured out different ways to reach out to the people that were already like us. Yeah. And uh, we've had the fortune of finding people that don't even know us or learning about us through some of the media and some of the things that have happened. So, yeah. Um, Rochelle says, always try to find the pivot if something doesn't work. Refreshing to hear that such an established business does the same thing. Yeah, I think that's the most comforting thing is that during this crisis, no one is way better off than any person. No. no. Wrong turn or decision. You're constantly having to figure out, does this work? Does that work? And then Next week, new regulations will come down where they tell right. you, oh, exactly. you can't take it to our car. So then you you guys have to get together and figure out, well, what Smokey John's going to do. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as long as they're it in the air and it's nope. like 
it's like this magnetic thing that it's yeah. I don't we, know. We do air balloons. We'll do. We'll, we got we'll, it. We'll send it. We don't care. <laughs> as long as we, we know the rules. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's right. And that's that's the funny thing through this whole this whole situation is that you know. You know, and you know this with marketing, I think half of the problem you try to figure out is, okay, so where's my customer? Yeah. Where are they? The beauty of this situation is we, we know, know where they are. They're at home. So it makes it really, to me, to us, it's easy. It's like, they're okay, at home. we know Go they're at home. So what have we done? <laughs> how have we addressed them being at home? We created a delivery program. Right. Because um, we, we know that we've been around a long time, but... Uh, we are not in like a neighborhood. We're not, our, our main location is not, uh, it's not a hot spot where people always go. So mainly people know us because they work in the area or they used to work in the area and now they've moved, but when they come, or they come through the airport. And that's airport where hospital. Obviously the airport's not doing a whole lot of traffic these days. Um, the hospital's not doing the same traffic that it normally does. So that affects the people coming in the doors. Um, so we've really focused on how we can get the food to their, to their doors. Yeah. And so we created a delivery program and then that's kind of taken off. And, uh, now we're just, we're just kind of, kind of like you said earlier, we're, we're bobbing and weaving. We're trying to figure out what works and what doesn't. And, and as the other part of what we've tried to do, as Britt mentioned before, is just staying connected. The same strategy we had when we were down, um, we've kind of, we've kind of taken it up a notch and we're doing these Facebook lives every night. I know. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's fun and funny. Sometimes it's just informational. The other night it was, uh, it was kind of sharing, hopefully inspiring a little bit, but we're just using that to let people know, Hey, update them. Hey, we're here. We're still going through. We're still fighting. Here's what we have today. And we've created new, new packages and different things to help people while they're at home. And so far it's working. And we're I still here. Lights are still on separates you guys from the pack in my opinion because I, I monitor a lot of smaller businesses that you guys just get on there you do your lives and I'm telling you I know that's you on social brand great <laughs> stuff on Twitter and then making these goofy videos on Instagram so there's like this that's human element to it <laughs> where people are like you know even if I haven't tried the food like they're goofy like they're just like me you know <laughs> it's the entertainment during this really really you know tough time so yeah uh, i think that's something to be said and i should tell uh, goldman sachs that y'all should be running the social media workshop oh man <laughs> <laughs> next year, not me i'm gonna put y'all up for it but how tell, tell people i mean do y'all even have a strategy or is it i'm just going online today <laughs> honestly uh, i think when we first started a, a lot of times it's just off the top of our head but we now try to be respectful of people's time and our time um because we have wives at home and I have kids at home, so we try not to spend the whole night. But yeah, we, we, we kind of, we don't script anything, but we, we, we have an idea of what we, hey, we want to make sure we touch on these two or three things. And then we want to interact. So yeah. we, let, we let the audience kind of direct it a little bit and uh, we respond to it. But we always want to get a certain message out, whether it's what the special is, it's an update, um, what's coming up, what we've heard. And then we kind of let the rest of it be spontaneous. And, and, you know, one, one of the cool things, uh, it's funny, you know, from when we first started, it's interesting how a small business grows, right? Yeah. And, I, and one of the things I, that I personally learned was at some point, you're going to have to invest in your business. Right. And you have to, you have to take these incremental leaps right. into your business, right? And so I think one of the 
times that really made a big uh, difference for us was like you, I kind of watch people and how they do their Mm -hmm. social media thing. Um, So we were watching uh, one of our team members, husband, uh, like his social media page was really funny. So we were like, man, what's going on with that? What are you doing, man? What's going on? So we added him to the team about two years ago. And that really game changer game changer. Cause now we have a professional, basically yeah. social media guy. Who's, so yeah. So, and what well, works really well is he gets us. Yes. He, he gets our goofiness. Our <laughs> he, under, he, he knows our vibe. He understands our message. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he helps us stay on point as far as message. And some, I mean, he joins us sometimes. Oh yeah. He, and, and I had one lady say that he should be a regular on our evening lives because she likes the, the, the banter that goes among the three of us. So, yeah. so it, that makes a difference. I mean, you, you gotta, you've got to go ahead and take the leap sometimes and yep. spend a little extra money, you know. Well, then, but it's investing. I mean, you, no, you, you got to do it. It's not like we're it. out, oh, let's see if we can drop some money on something. But it's really – and we can, we can uh, clearly point to uh, the increase and the following and yeah. the support. So it's – it's truly, the, we can see the return on our investment, yeah. without a doubt. Yeah, and that's and we have more fun, too. You guys too was like, if you felt like you can measure, right, in terms of dollars even, or growth, right. how much being on social media has impacted your business. Because sometimes, just being a marketer myself, we're the last people that are even considered to get paid. It's like, yeah. oh, right. can I pay you $250? No, <laughs> these are startups, you know, and it's like, no, you have to have an actual marketing budget. It's really important, but a lot right. of businesses and startups don't budget for it at all. Right. Well, it's the way we, our parents, like when we first got involved, our parents spent no money on marketing and, and yeah. advertising or anything. But part of that was dad's business partners when he first started were Dallas Cowboys. So yeah. working with Drew Pierce and Harvey Martin, it was like, he got publicity just for the for the relationship. Right. So they got spoiled by that. When those guys retire and they're not as in, in the forefront and they're not as involved with the business, they never did anything to replace that. We figured out that social media is our connection. And then, you know, with our success that we've had at the fair, um, making relationships with different media outlets, um, we've done a lot of stuff with certain, certain um, broadcasters on the radio and on TV. Now we're kind of branching out. So we have connections and relationships. And what's great is they're not just connections. They're not like, hey, I know this guy, I'll call him. These people, we, we listen to them on the radio, watch them on TV, and they actually come here and eat when there's nothing going on. And that's really yeah. cool. I think we're building real relationships with people in the community. And it's, it's a lot like what dad had going. Um, uh, ours is, at this point, it's just, it is strategic. It is, it is uh, intentional in what we try to do. When you say that. Anything that you guys have done so far that, like you said, you you guys are kind of just putting, sometimes just putting stuff out there, maybe getting a little crazy and weird with it. Was there anything that you did that just actually stuck and you were like, holy crap, that really worked? Almost everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, social media wise. Okay, i tell you one thing that worked and you talked about it, Leah, that I just didn't think, I thought this was just stupid. It I'm, made me laugh, so. It made me laugh. Right. But. So what the and we're a tough audience a lot. Yeah. So I was playing around with the Snapchat filters one day, and I was like, you know what? This is funny. Why don't I just do this and like see what happens? So I showed it to Juan and, and to Marcus. Marcus is our social media guy, 
and and they both just laughed so hard. I was like, is this really serious? And then so people would learn the specials based off of that little crazy cheerleader. That was me. <laughs> that, that was like right before, I mean, I was going in and everything and doing all of the media events and everything, but that's when I really started paying attention to you guys. And I was getting it and I'm like, they are nuts. <laughs> little, these little legs were <laughs> oh yeah, I've been trying to get him. I've, I've offered to buy him a suit, an actual cheerleader outfit, so do some live versions of not that. Not gonna work because uh, there are a lot of people that would love to see the cheerleader come back. Not gonna happen. Y'all gonna that, do uh, some TikTok? Are y'all gonna do this? Yeah, that's coming up. Oh, oh yeah, God. TikTok's coming oh, up. Um, we got some more Snapchat things going, and then we're in a couple of weeks getting ready to shoot um, actually our own video. So we've got some uh, video ideas that we're going to start doing. Right. Potential TV show concepts. Yes. So. Look at you guys. Well, I'm yeah. glad I'm getting my interview in before I get denied. Whatever. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, never. What? I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Oprah. Never. Leah's coming on. Uh -uh. Oprah, we're back. Leah's here. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, is there any other uh, things that you guys can think of that can encourage um, small businesses at this time. I know that particularly hospitality, the restaurant industry um, got hit really, really hard. Like, and you guys are just, like you said, you're in it, but you're making these shifts every single day. What can you say to these guys that need to hear a word? I think one thing that's hard, and, and this is a hard thing to say, but it's, it's honest, is what has helped us is we already had something going. So it's, it's, if you haven't already had something going and all of a sudden in this time, um, it's going to be hard. It's going to be, cause you, it's not like you can go door to door. You can't do the old school grassroots to get people to pay attention. Um, you know, you've got to, I would, I would encourage people to think about really who your customer is, how are you getting them before? And then based on that, like, okay, where are they now? Where are those people now? we kind of already had gone through that with our fire situation. So for us, it was like, we kind of know where our customers are. We, we know where they are. Here's what we got to do. And, but we already had a platform. We already had a lot of social media going. We already had some things. We just cranked it up a notch. If you didn't already have it, the oven on, it's, it's, it's hard to get it hot right now, given if you didn't have something already started. What I would say is if you think that's a dumb idea, be, let yourself be proven that it's a dumb idea. Yeah. Like prove it, like try it. And because what I do know is doing nothing will get you absolutely nothing. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I think the other thing is that um, people, I think the young lady said something earlier, but people are afraid to pivot. Yeah. I think they're like, well, this is what I do. So I'm just going to do this and I'm going to get stuck with this. And right. we're going to make sure this sells and that's it. So it's like, okay, well, you might have to change something. Like one of the things we start doing is like the brisket queso. No, yes, yes, know, yes. no clue that brisket queso was gonna go so nuts. Like You're people are. That's barbecue and queso. Exactly. Two, two out of the five main food groups. Yes. <laughs> together. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But even then, it's like. It's, it's gone further than we thought because we're, we've created something around it, right? We took something like, you're right. It sounds good. It was great for the Super Bowl party. But now, like, who, why would you want to get it just on a Thursday? Right. Or why would you get it just on a Saturday? And we've kind of pushed it that way, and it's, it's working. 
And then, and the reason why it work it works so well right now is because again, people are just at home blowing through right. uh, Netflix, Hulu. I mean, they are blowing through movies. They're streaming everything. They're streaming through everything, and it's like it's just it's a good just sit and watch. TV. You know, it's comfort food. You know. Now apparently, that we for didn't some know. people, we've learned it's breakfast. Right. Oh look, Michelle says she's gonna come by and try it once uh, we're out of quarantine. She works down the street from you guys. All right, <laughs> Tell us she can come, come now. <laughs> if she's Michelle, if she's going into crazy. work, she can come. And if if she lives in one of the neighborhoods that we deliver to, we'll bring it to her. We Absolutely. we delivered. I delivered. Uh, we delivered quite a few brisket quesos yesterday. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. But let's kind of talk about some of those things because I've seen you guys drop certain and hey Bree, Bree's gonna laugh because I actually did an Instagram story where I was like if somebody says the word pivot one more time I'm gonna just Oops. Go out pull my hair out. Oh, yes. Hey I'm sorry. Pivot pivot. I just <laughs> used it because she used it. <laughs> no but we love you It's too. a good word though because we're sports fans so yeah. it's a good basketball yeah. term. No but that's what I said and you could ask her I said look if somebody wants to talk about a basketball pivot right now. All this other stuff. Let's get our thesaurus and find another word. But it's fine. Um, so brisket queso, but there was other things that I've seen you guys do, like that I thought was genius. So the delivery per area. Yeah. yeah. I thought that was great. That has probably been the game changer that we Who I mean. Thought of that? Who's the mastermind? Honestly, so here's the thing. <laughs> we both thought of it and independently. And then came to talk about it. He was like, hey, you know, I think we need to start going to the neighborhoods. And I'm like, dude, I was going to tell you the same thing because we were, we know because of where we are located, so many of our customers don't live in this area, but they work in this area. And we always have people saying, you guys need to build another store in Frisco. You need to bring something to Oak Cliff to the South Side. So we're like, okay, here's our chance to do a little uh, market, market research. research. <laughs> <laughs> Figure out where our customers. Where is our next customer base? Who is really interested? Who will support us if we're willing to bring it to you? And so we figured out what it was worth for us to um, financially right. to do free delivery. That you know, I think that's a that's a very key point. Is it's like like what is it? What is it? Was it worth to us first? Right. You know, and then what's going to be actually a deal? Right. Yeah, you know, because sometimes you get something that's like, oh, it's a deal, and it's $75. That's not, it's a, not deal. a deal. <laughs> you know? so, yeah, so we definitely want it to be a win-win. Right. We wanted it to be, it's worth our time and effort and, and, and interest, but it's also something that people really want. Yes. And so we came up with a, you know, kind of a price point that would say, if you spend a minimum $40, it's worth it for us if we can get five or six people, yeah. and we'll go out in that neighborhood, we'll send one driver, and we'll give a window. We do the thing like, you know, if you're calling like the cable company where, you know, we'll say we're coming between one and four. We'll call you when we're about 15, 20 minutes out. They'll let you know we're about to be there. And uh, so far, we, we, we obviously underestimated our yes, reach. We didn't. We had no clue that people were really going to want to do this. Week one, we, uh, we had an internal deal of over under. I was thinking we could get to 30. Mm -hmm. He was thinking we'd get to 20. And then we ended up doing 64 the first week. We got to start doing bets, like fun bets. I know, right? <laughs> Good, clean fun bets. Man. We're definitely not going to be setting any odds in Vegas, that's for sure. I think the other thing we got to listen to is uh, listen to our team. Uh, so, Delila Thomas of Starving on a Budget yep. 
as part of the team, but she's always like, y'all, it's going to work. And we're like, well, we don't know. <laughs> she's like, whatever. If y'all do, Marcus. it's going to work. Yeah, Marcus, Marcus is – he's probably even more animated about, oh, if you guys do it, it's going to work. And we're like, eh, yeah. we don't know. Has we, the, we'll try has it. that allowed you guys to employ more people? Because now with a delivery system, oh, we have yeah. drivers. Yes. Yeah, so we – yeah, yes. we have a couple. We have a part-time driver. We have a full-time driver, and we've got a couple guys that can be drivers. We pretty much haven't laid anyone off. Um, we have a few people that are they're staying out for health purposes for their own decision, um, but we haven't asked them to stay off. We did kind of slow the hours down. We're having shared hours, so no one person was taking the brunt of the loss of hours. But um, we got this. We were featured on Channel Four, or Fox Four, in a story, and that kind of triggered a whole new response of, 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 of traffic for us. Yeah. And uh, apparently they keep running the story or segments of it. And now commercials. And there's, well, I think they've got like a, a highlight reel of other businesses that have been, that they've done. And apparently we keep popping up because almost every other day someone's saying they saw us and we're like, Oh yeah, last week. They're like, no, this morning. And we're like, what? Yeah. And that's how it, it's making a difference. It's yeah. truly making a difference. And that's the faith part. Right. So it's like, it's like, yeah. One of the scriptures I think that for for some reason we forget is faith without works is dead. Yep. So it's like you got to put legs to your prayer. Yeah. Right. It's like when you do something, I feel we feel like God does something too. Yeah. Right. It's a collaboration. Absolutely. I, I, one of the guys that I follow a lot, he talks all the time about your faith as a collaboration with God. It's not you sitting up there waiting on Him to do everything. Right. He's given us some gifts and talents, put them to work, and then we trust that He can. You know, he, if we, you know, he waters it, it's going to magnify. It's like, you know, it's the, the wine, water to wine situation. You know, we did a little something. Hey, you go fill up the jugs. He makes it the best wine you've ever had. You know, we don't have anything to do with that part. And same with the things we've done. It's like, we're just, it's, we're just trying it and we'll throw it out there. And if he blesses it, come on. He we'll blessed the cheerleader. You know what I'm saying? That's just some weird stuff. <laughs> that was weird. so weird. <laughs> it's it's so weird. weird. I'm telling you, it was the weirdest thing I ever saw, but I couldn't stop watching it. I'm <laughs> <laughs> popping up again, and I'm thinking, who is coming up with this? Like, who's doing this? Like, it's, okay, it's almost addictive in, like, a little way where you wait for the little cheerleader to pop up again. So it's I haven't seen it in a while. So <laughs> we have to bring it back. <laughs> I've, been, I've been working on him, if not bringing it back, to revive it in a new format. We got some more coming out. <laughs> So what is you got? What are you guys' advice? Because we're talking about faith without works is dead. So that's always faith plus action, right? And a lot of people have gotten really hit hard. Some smaller businesses, and so they have maybe they have the faith part, but they can't get over that hump or something mentally or a mindset where they can put the action because they just feel so down, or maybe you know they're depressed about the situation. So how do you guys keep yourselves? motivated and going kind of knowing that every day it's going to be like you said it's going to be a grind it's going to be a hustle you know i think um and i i think anybody who's ever started a business you're going to go through that part where you're going to make a decision that you really believe in what you're doing or not like i think everybody everybody gets in this point where you really could quit i mean I, you know I, I, there's no one that I haven't I've ever talked to that has never experienced like you know what um that's my dog sneezing by the way not oh I didn't even hear it <laughs> I, I didn't hear it I didn't hear it I'm so sorry no no worries uh 
I think you, you faced the decision uh, to, to quit or not. Right. You're always going to, that choice, I mean, you're always, and, and the reality is you can always go get a job. That's just, can be in the back, but that, that's something that's in your mind that you can go do it or you can believe in yourself and see it all the way through and see what happens right. you know it's like for us when you have that faith it's like god seems to be somewhat superman like he likes to wait to look two feet before you hit the ground to come <laughs> through i say this all the time they're like god is such an on-time god i'm like yeah he waits to like point zero 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 yes. yeah. seconds absolutely you need the rent check yes for his account right <laughs> Hey. Oh, been there. Hey. <laughs> been there. It's real talk. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Hey. You know, I mean, we, you know, we we've, we've seen it where you're like, you're like, payroll is Wednesday. Ah. Uh, if I had to pay today, there is hey, no payroll. We're in trouble, you know. But but it's like he always like two, three feet from the ground. Gotcha. You, you know, and yeah. it's like you're gonna. You're going to face that. Yep. Um, I, to be honest, I don't know how people do it that don't have faith. I don't, I don't know how that works. I mean, it, yeah, you, I don't know how that works. Yeah, if you don't have a, a, a faith-based system, it's hard. I, we, I can't relate because I'll be honest. If I, I, I see situations and I think if I didn't have faith, I would have quit. Yeah. Because this doesn't, it's not logical. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. Mm -mm. But if you combine what you believe and what's in your heart, mm -hmm. that's when you can see, you, you give yourself the opportunity to see the miracle. Mm -hmm. And I think so many people, if you don't have that, I mean, I, I, we can't put that in you, but if you have it and you're struggling, my advice would be let God prove himself. Indeed. Let him prove himself. And he will. And that's not the same thing as like testing God. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, that's like someone who walks around with no gloves and no mask right now and like, oh, I'm not getting hurt. COVID because God, I'm blessed. <laughs> right. That's Florida somewhere. Right. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying that. But... Because we shall prosper. Come right. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You didn't say walk into the sword. Right. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, no. Exactly. Really? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not encouraging that. But I do think if you're willing to do every, everything you can. And, and when you get to that point where you're like, like, cause Brent said, we, we've been there where you're like, is it worth it? Do I really, really want this? Or is this just something that sounds good? And if you get to the point where you're like, I really want this, then I believe if that's what you're called to do, then he's going to deliver. Now that's a whole nother conversation about if you're actually operating in your calling. Yeah. Because you can take that same attitude and you're not in your calling and you're going to fail. It's going to be rough, yeah. you know, because sometimes him allowing you to fail in what you're doing is just guidance. Yeah. It's directing you. That's to, closing the door. I'm trying to get you over here. And right. And the tail keeps going over here. So exactly. Right. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. That's right. You want to do cupcakes, but you're supposed to be building houses. Okay. Well, all right. <laughs> all right. You keep making the cupcakes, but, but don't keep coming asking me why you're not, you know, you're right. not prospering. Right. So. so. Well, that I'm. I I just think you guys are awesome. Keep up the amazing work, and I'm excited to share this out and just to encourage people. 
Um, like you guys are what they should be watching. Like, okay, here's the standard. Now we know. We don't know what they're gonna do tomorrow. (laughs) That's the beauty of it. Cause you said so yourself, Juan, you said the absence of recognizing reality. So you're pretty much just saying like, you guys are just operating into some like (laughs) free form, supernatural, you know. (laughs) Make yourself available. But it really is belief, though. Yeah. You know, it really is like, like honestly, in my mind, and I'm thinking, I'm sure he says the same, thinks the same thing. I believe that this is going to work, and I, there's a vision that I've seen, and so it's like I, I can't give that up. Yeah, and I can't. It's like I, there's quitting. Is like you can't. You believe in it too much, right? And know? there's no. And the and the, I think the hard part, and and if you're not like like our wives are the kind of people that are incredibly talented but they're very organized they have to know everything they're very detailed they like to work out every plan and what we what works for us and what we realize is there's it's part of the way our faith works is we can know what we believe the end result is but the process you got to be open you got to be open you got to be open (laughs) because if you're not open you're going to miss it and i mean we would have never said, hey, someone come burn our restaurant down so we can get a nice new restaurant. I don't think we would have done that. Never would have ever no. in our lives thought that was the strategy to go with. No, that would However, not have been the route. No. That's, it's, <laughs> it's, 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 we survived that. I like to pass on the fire route. I mean, completely. <laughs> um, I would like to pass on the COVID-19 route. I would like to pass on However, that However, <laughs> we believe on the other side of this, there's, we're going to be, we're trying we don't know. I can't tell you today yeah. what 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 about this whole scenario is going to be the launch pad for the next thing that we do. I don't know what that is. Really don't. Never know. But I do believe that it is. I just don't know how. And, and that's the part where your faith comes in. And, and people ask how can you be so positive is because, you know what, this isn't the first trial. No. <laughs> We've been through some stuff, financial issues. We've been through family issues. We've been through some things. He's always delivered. So why would we stop believing in him today? Right. If the problem's bigger, that means the blessing's bigger. Boom. Praise the Lord. Speaking of, what are your specials? <laughs> <laughs> so we've got the, so this is, this is this clown. So if you ever want to figure out like how this works, so Juan is the ideas guy. He'll have about thirty thousand of them, right? So one of the special. What'd you say? What'd you say? Visionary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, well, we kind of both are. We visionary, both are visionary. But, but I'm just the one that comes. I'm not afraid to say all of the crazy stuff. Yes. And then he picks out. If I throw out literally, if I throw out thirty ideas, he'll pick out one or two that might work. I have no marriage to any of them. I just, but because because if you get too connected to it, then you then you you don't allow it to evolve into what it's supposed to be. Right. So I just spit out whatever comes to my head, and then he'll help figure out what works, and then we'll go with it. And, and that's usually how it works out. And out of that came the MTOC pack that we're launching tomorrow. MTOC exclusive. Is yes. It, yes. It, well, it's already, it's already out. out there. <laughs> Tomorrow's the first day that people can pick up the MTOC pack. Right. And it's Mama's Tired of Cooking pack. So, <laughs> and we sold a bunch of them. We have, we have many of those orders for tomorrow. So many orders for tomorrow. We, are, we had to stop taking orders at 2 o'clock today because we couldn't do anymore. So, so what's in the pack? Um, you get a slab of ribs two pounds of brisket, 
you get a whole chicken, uh, two large sides that serve about eight to 10 people. Um, you get rolls. Barbecue sauce. Barbecue sauce. And because it's Saturday and it's a pack and we make specials on our Saturday packs, you get triple fudge brownies. Free brownies. Free brownies. A dozen of free brownies. <laughs> Yeah. And it's one nineteen. Yeah, so oh, we're yeah, that's, that's worth it. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal. It's a, yeah, you can feed. Honest, big again, we were sitting. It was Sunday. Yeah. We were on the phone Sunday. Social distancing. So, <laughs> it's funny call, when y'all do y'all lives and you make it very clear. Like, <laughs> clearly not right now, but you had to. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah. right. we're working together anyway. But yeah, so we uh, we were sitting on the phone on Sunday, last Sunday, and we're like going through, and he's like, man, we need to do a big pack. We need to, well, no, it started with me texting you, hey, dude, what kind of special are we going to do for Easter? And he's like, I don't know. And we, and then ordinarily we would have had this planned out, right. but not again. Once I actually forgot it was Easter yeah, uh, because of the whole calendar thing. So once we got going and uh, we started thinking about, okay, it's Easter. So I texted him and said, hey, what do you want to do for Easter? And he's like, well, I don't know. So he texted me back. We went back and forth. And then finally he just called me and we're like, he's like, you know, we should do something big. Like, let's just see if people will buy a bigger pack. They're all at home. It's a special holiday. They're going to, that way they'll have leftovers. I'm like, all right. So then we started talking about what's in it. And we went through everything that was in it. And so then I came up with a list of about 20 names. You did? No, not really. It was about eight. Eight. Eight or 10. And uh, we decided that MTOC was the winner. Yep. Uh, appetite stimulus pack was my favorite. Appetite <laughs> stimulus—that's <laughs> good too. Yeah, but MTOC—that that seemed to that that when people find out what they that laugh. is, they laugh. Yeah, so that's time. good. I think that's that that in itself is like small business advice too. Like sometimes you just have to kind of put some stuff out there. Like you said, look, we priced it at this. Let's just see who takes the bait. And I have a friend. I'm trying to get her to come on. She's a photographer. And she's now signed with Sony and did some stuff with the oh, travel wow. network. Awesome. But when she started out, she was charging this one amount. And then she's one day she woke up and was like, I wonder if I charged ten thousand to do this wedding, like if somebody would pay it. And they did. And she was <laughs> like, yes. What? And her yeah. so but I think if you offer something and it's valuable and people trust you and yeah. it's that word of mouth factor, then you don't have to worry about if we put this out there, are people going to buy it they're right. going to they know what you guys deliver like it's easy right <laughs> and we don't want to cook right <laughs> well also i think we're consumers right so right. we we eat out we like to buy food. so we kind of know what a deal is yeah. so we we're like we figured out a price point that we thought was not only fair but then we threw we threw a bonus in by throwing the brownies in yeah. like that's we don't even sell brownies in the restaurant. We, we just make, we're literally <laughs> making them just for these packs and, right. and another and the specials that we're doing. And now people want to buy brownies. Yeah, and now we're like <laughs> we're not in the brownie business, but you know they just like saying. them. So just saying, yeah. now I may have to try. Well, you're not gonna have it outside of the pack. No, no, that's, that's <laughs> just put me that. exclusivity. <laughs> <laughs> now you see how it works. That's how it works. <laughs> But I live by myself, so I have to buy $120 worth of food. No, you can, oh. no, you can, no, see, I'm glad you said that. So we have another pack. <laughs> we have another deal. We got another deal. Yes. We can do the 23. For the next 15 minutes. The 20, <laughs> yeah. We have someone standing by. No, for $23.95, you can get a whole chicken, two pints of sides, bread, and sauce, 
And when you order that on Saturdays during the Corona, while we're sheltering in place, when you order that on Saturdays, it comes with a half dozen brownies. That's right. For free. Order on a Saturday. Okay. I'm going to make a little So that's only $23.95. That's for <laughs> one person. That's enough for, that's a couple of meals easily. Maybe, maybe, maybe three. And Rochelle says, and if you buy it now, we'll double your order. <laughs> All right, Rochelle, as long as you're paying for the double. And we'll throw in a cupcake as well. <laughs> well, I want to respect you guys' time. Um, I, again, I thank you guys so much for spending your Friday evening, like after a long week with me. I'm here on the beach. Yeah, yeah. lovely. <laughs> Love it. Love it. Love so it. jealous. That looks like you're doing some good social distancing there, too. Great. So, so I'm here by myself. You know, I've got my clothes, <laughs> getting my vitamin D. So, but I, no, I seriously thank you guys. And I really think this is going to help so many people. And you're so positive. So I wish you guys nothing but the best. Thank I will you. be getting my Saturday pack soon. Cool. There you go, hey. cool. Well, thank you for just giving us the opportunity to be with you uh, because okay. you're one of our favorite people, Leah. That's right. <laughs>Thank you guys so much for tuning in. I mean, they are just awesome. They literally left that session and then went on Facebook Live to connect with their audience for, I believe it was around 30 minutes. And every single community leader that you can think of in Dallas was tuning in. So this just tells you how amazing they are at networking and connecting and being genuine and authentic and truly caring about what they do. Um, and not just during the pandemic, just overall, they're just really, really cool guys. So be sure to follow them. If this resonated with you, or you know, somebody that needs this message, please share this out. If you haven't subscribed, subscribe to the podcast and leave us a rating. Let us know what you're thinking. And if you have any topic suggestions or you want to see or hear from someone on the show, please email me Leah at think three, spell three all the way out media.com. I appreciate you guys. If you want to see what we look like in person, then you can watch this interview on YouTube. The full video is uploaded for you guys and it's on the Leah Frazier channel. And again, just be sure to subscribe, subscribe, subscribe until again, I want you guys to all be blessed, be encouraged. We're going to get through this and we're going to emerge from this bigger, better, badder, and more bolder than ever. Thank you guys for tuning in and stay tuned.